Good morning, everybody. Eric Lofholm here. Thrilled to be with you here this morning on this beautiful Friday morning. Great job for being here. If you're right-handed, take your right hand. If you're left-handed, take your left hand. Pat yourself on the back. Tell yourself, great job for being here this morning. <clears throat> Type into the chat. Today is a great day. Today is a great day. And uh, happy Friday, first Friday of June. And we're going to have a great, great day today. You and me, we're all going to have a great day. And uh, I've got three ideas to share with you. And <clears throat> the first one is to make your mind your friend. Make your mind your friend. <clears throat> you and I, we have a relationship with our mind. And some of you, you're like, I just can't get my thoughts the way I want to get them. And you're like fighting with your mind. So I want you just to think about this idea that your mind can be your friend and your mind can be there to support you to help you achieve your goals and dreams. And your mind can also be like uh, going out and exercising with a 50 pound weight vest. Right. That, I mean, imagine that if you're going to go actually go to the gym or go jogging, you got this 50 pound weight vest that would really make things complicated and make them hard. And so I want you just to think about that. And, you know, until recently, I'd never thought of the idea of making my mind my friend and guiding my mind on how to help me create what it is that I want in my life. So that's a, a new idea for me. I've never expressed that in, in a call like this before. And then I got to thinking about God. And I want to talk about God for a moment as far as how I experience God, not as like a spiritual mentor or anything, because I'm certainly not that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm not somebody that's out, you know, giving spiritual advice because that's not my lane. I'm a sales trainer. And I work on motivation and encouragement. But I just wanted to share with you, not from a place of I'm an expert at this, but I was thinking about this idea of make my mind my friend. And that's how God occurs for me. So in, in, in the way I think about God, God's encouraging me. God's in my corner. God's there to guide me. God's there to help me. And I do my best to live my life in alignment with what I think God wants me to do. And so I have a very um, positive, encouraging relationship with God, which may be a totally different way of thinking than how you think about it. Not that you're right and I'm wrong or I'm right and you're wrong, but just as a, as a possibility, maybe there's a way to think about your relationship with, your, with God, kind of like your relationship with your mind. Maybe there's a way to think about it that would um, support you at a higher level. And uh, so I wanted to share that as a, not really about God, but as a mindset, as a mindset of what God means to you. All right. Next idea is I want to talk to you about an experience I had with my neighbor and my, the guy I share a fence with. All right. My son's home for um, summer break from college, 
And then my daughter, one of my daughters just got a car. She's uh, 17. And then my other daughter, who's 18, has a car. And then my wife has a car and I have a car. And so we live in a, um, in a gated community where you're not allowed to park overnight on the street. And we have, um, we can get one car in the garage and we can get three in the driveway. And we have, uh, that's four, we have five cars. So we got an extra car. And so it's like, where am I gonna park this thing? I can't park it on the street. And so I asked my neighbor, I says, listen, I got this situation a couple months. We got too many cars, more, more cars than driveway. You know, any possibility I could park my car in your driveway? And he's like, yeah, no problem. So at about 10 o'clock each night, I take my car off the street and I go park it in his driveway. And it, it really helps me. And I'm really grateful that he'll allow me to do that. And it, it really does add a lot of value and it doesn't cost him anything other than access to his garage because my car's there if he needed to get access to his garage. And I wanted to bring up the story for um, a couple, couple of reasons. One is um, it's a story about you and me helping humanity. So it's like, where could we do something to make life a little bit better for a human being that's not any big deal to us, right? I had um, a client who might be on the on the, the call with us right now, and there's a, a gentleman who's homeless that I've taken under my wing, and his name is Darren. And I help Darren out in different ways. And this person knows that I help out Darren. She knows of Darren, and she sent me money before to give to Darren. And so this morning I got this text, Hey, Eric, you know, here's some money for Darren. And, you know, obviously she had a little bit of extra money that she was able to do that with. And that money is probably going to be like 10 meals for this homeless person that she's never even met. She only knows of him through me. And it's just like, wow. That's like such an amazing thing to do something for a person that she only knows of through me. And she's showing up in the world to do that for this person. You know, her name is Anne. Anne's doing that in the world to help out this human being. And what if we could all be a little more like Anne? What if we could all just come from a place of, let me do what I can to make the world a better place. You know, one of the ways that I think we do it as human beings is holding the door at Starbucks. Have you ever noticed that? Like, like people are like so generous at holding the door at Starbucks. <laughs> and that's cool. And people are so polite. You know, if I go to Starbucks and if somebody's there, they'll likely hold the door for me. It's like, we got that down, you know, at least here in the U.S. I, I, I would imagine it's the same in other places in the world as well. It's like humanity has down the hold the door at Starbucks thing. And we're just always so polite. Thank you for holding the door. Oh, thank you. No problem. 
what if we could expand the holding the door at Starbucks into other, other ways that we could add value for people? What if as you went through your day today, you looked for a way that you could help a human being? You know, do something for them to make their experience just a little bit better. Because that money that Anne is going to provide Darren, like Darren being homeless, I don't know. I'm not him. So I don't know where his mindset's at. But when he gets that money, the moment before that money hits, his, he has a bank account. The moment before that money hits his bank account, he might be in a really dark place. You know, imagine being homeless. He's been homeless for several years. And then all of a sudden this money comes in and it gives him some life. It puts a bounce in his step. It, it causes him to have a better experience. So I got one, one more idea to share with you guys today. And uh, my daughter graduated from, from high school yesterday. And um, both my kids, my, my son's going to be 21 in 10 days or so, 11 days. My daughter just turned 18. So they're now both legal adults. And um, so both my kids are legal adults. And I have two stepkids that they're closing in on get, becoming legal adults. They're not quite there yet. But it's a big milestone. You know, graduation at high school is a big milestone. Turning 18 is a big milestone. So we were at graduation and there's hundreds of kids that graduated and there was thousands, thousands that attended the graduation. So it was on the football field and we're sitting in the stands in the bleachers. And after the graduation, you can get to go down on the field where all the, the kids are. Some of the, some of the, um, the parents were on the field in special seating. You got certain, certain people got like the VIP seats to sit on the field, but we were in the bleachers. And so the ceremony is still going on. It's, it's close to the end. And my wife says, why don't we make our way down onto the field? And I was like, that's a good idea. Cause to get on the field, it was probably a 10 minute walk. So if we had waited until the graduation was over to get on the field, it would have taken us 10 minutes to get to my daughter, to congratulate her, get the photos and so forth. And so my wife's like, we're still in the ceremony. Let's make our way down on the field. And it wasn't like there was all these people doing that. So anyway, we did that. And we got right up front. And while the ceremony was still going on, I texted my daughter and I'm like, hey, we're right behind you. My daughter turned around and we made a little eye contact. And that was cool because they're in a in a football situation, the stadium there, it wasn't like I was connecting with my daughter during the ceremony because there's so many people. But here we had a little connection that was really cool. And then as soon as the graduation ended, she came over and we got some photos with her. And um, it created this really special moment. So the lesson there is to listen to others. Okay. It wasn't my idea. It was my wife's idea. And I will have that memory. It was such a, it was just a, one of those cool moments. And 
we got a photo, a couple different photos. And one of them, my son was there. And there was a photo with my son and my daughter, just the two of them. And um, uh, my daughter's mom, my first wife, she was there, of course, because our daughter's graduating. And she did not get a photo of our two kids together. And so I texted it to her. And she was really grateful for that photo. So there's like all these like cool things and it, it'll be a memory. It'll probably be the, the the top memory of my daughter's high school years is that moment that was created because of my wife suggesting it. And I listened. I listened to her, her suggestions. So as people are giving you ideas and suggestions, I think sometimes we just automatically, no, no, not going to do that. No, no, tried that. No, no. And, and sometimes if we just listen and go, oh, actually, you know what? Yeah. I'm just, I'm glad that I listened last night and we got to really create this, this special moment. If I kept talking about it, I could probably start crying on cue right now. Cause it was just, it was a really, uh, it was an emotional moment. It was a special moment and it got created had we not made our way down on the field, it just wouldn't have happened that way. The whole thing would have been different. So that's the message today, guys. Thank you for joining me. Let's all go out and have an awesome Friday. Those of you all on Zoom, George, thanks for being here. Kevin, great to have you. Harumi, thanks for being here. Dr. Luana Parker, thanks for joining me. Chris Russell, have a great day. Michael, have a great day. Holly. Thank you for joining me here on Zoom. You guys have a great day. Talk to you later. And those of you on on, uh, YouTube and LinkedIn and so forth, um, thanks for being here. Have a fantastic Friday. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.